Hey guys, welcome back to the Buzzer Beater Podcast. Today we have a jam-packed episode. We're going to be talking about the whole Eastern Conference and all the new additions to all their teams. John, what do you think about the offseason so far? No, this offseason's been great, honestly. Um, you know, like we just had a huge trade, the Wizards-Rockets trade just a few days ago. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the draft, the Knicks draft, everything. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, the Hawks. David- Hawks. Actually, speaking of the Hawks, the first thing we're going to talk about, the Hawks. Additions? Galinari, Bogdanovich, Chris Dunn. That was actually a really underrated signing. Uh, Rondo, Tony Snow, and Onyeka. Um, They lost Dwayne Dedman, Jeff Teague, DeAndre Bembry, Vince Carter. What do you think, David? I have a lot to say about this. Yeah. I feel like the Hawks are going to go into next season and be a six seed. Six seed? Even higher, maybe. Okay. I, li- I like to hear that. I'm a big believer in Trey Young. Yeah. And I think they have a great coach, Lloyd Pierce. Um, yeah. But, man, they got so good. Like, let's see their yeah, starting I- five. It's literally uh, Trey Young, Donovich, Danilo, uh, Gallinari, John yeah. Collins, and Clint Capella. That's yeah. like... Dude, that's, that's like a, a top four seed, top five seed, in my opinion, in the East. I th- I think that they're going to go in like the spot that the Pacers, you know how the Pacers were always, always like that, that good, yeah. like somewhat good team? I think that's the Hawks next season. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that's crazy. They got so much better in just one offseason. They went from like yeah. nothing to everything. Do you think Trey Young complained a little bit? I don't know. I don't think he did. I think that the Hawks just, like, Our I think that they kind of figured, like, wow, like, Trin's legit. Like, we actually have to get this guy. Like, we don't want to waste his years because guess what? I mean, he reaches a contract, I think, in two years, and he can be out of there, you know? So, they're like, no, we actually have to get rolling, get the ball rolling. They got Rondo, paid him a good amount of money. Chris Dunn, who I've never – I never hear people talking about that signing. Great defensive point guard. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he averaged the second most steals last year for a point guard in the NBA. So he's, I think he's a top five, like, defensive point guard in the league. Oh, yeah. But my question is, is he going to be getting minutes? I mean, it's Trey Young, Rondo, and Chris Dunn, right? I I feel like during playoff time, or, like, those parts of the regular season, Rondo's, like, always injured or something like that, Mm -hmm. right, you know? He's going to come in and he's going to give them like those key minutes, quality minutes off the bench. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's a really good playoff player because he can just uh, come in. Pardon? Uh, who, Rondo? Chris Dunn also. Like he can come oh, okay. in and just lock. Like yeah. if you need a defense, he's the guy you want. And then they have Gallinari and Bogdanovich. Like those are like two, like some really underrated players in the NBA. Yeah. And they got both of them. And then they have another underrated player who I think or who I think is underrated, John Collins. So their team is going to be really good. Yeah. And then their bench, they have like Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Huerter. Um, I don't know who their big man is off the bench, honestly. Big man off the bench. Uh, Nyeka. Anyeka. Oh, my gosh. They're so stacked. Um, What's it no, called? I think they have like one of the best rotations in the East. Other than like the Bucks, 
I think they might. Do you think that they're at the same level as the Sixers? Or is that pushing it? I think with Doc Rivers, the Sixers are going to take a big jump. I don't know. Really? I think, I think like the top tier for me in the East, at least, is Nets and then Nets and then, of course, Bucks. Uh, that's like the two I would say are like superior to everyone else. And then second, Celtics, Sixers. But you think Miami's the a- there? I don't think Hawks is or two there. Oh, Miami. Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say the Hawks I, are once level under. Yeah, they're at the doorstep knocking you. Mm-hmm. Um, What's it called? Yeah. Best case scenario, where do you think this team gets eliminated? Or does this team ever get eliminated in the playoffs? The Hawks? Yeah, let's say I best, case, best scenario. case scenario. They make they get out of the first round. That's They're probably going to be playing like the fourth seed, fifth seed, right? If they're that good. Um and then I say they get out of the first round. They're probably going to be playing like the Pacers in the first round, a team like that. Um, I think they can get out of that second round. They're probably going to be playing a better team, one of those top four teams we just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, top five, actually, the Celtics. Ooh. Yeah, no, I, I don't think, think the Hawks are even going to be a six seed. Six seed at best, in my opinion, now that I think about it. Okay, so first seed, like, let's go through teams. Nets, Celtics, mm-hmm. Bucks. Raptors. Raptors. Oh, yeah. So, Nets, Celtics, Sixers. Raptors, Bucks. Sixers. Yeah. Heat. That's six. Heat. Yeah. So, that means that the best case scenario, they could be seven. Seven or eight, yeah. Oh, no. So, that means that they'll be playing Milwaukee or the Nets the first round. I don't know if they'll even make it out of the first round. I feel like the Toronto Raptors always, like, have a really good record for some reason. Like, every year. Yeah. 55-win team. This year, they're going to be playing in Tampa Bay. Uh, whether that... I think that'll influence the record a bit. I don't think they'll be playing as well. There, the, there's a difference, you know? Yeah. Toronto, like, if you're playing in Toronto, like, the crowd is crazy. The crowd. You have your fans, and then you can go home after, like, a tough loss or a great win to your own bed, your own house that you bought. You know, you don't need to go to a hotel or something like that, you know? That's actually really sad how they're never going to see their family that whole year. Yeah, unless their family goes with them, which I heard. Well, I think, like, Fred Van Vliet's family is already going with them. I remember I heard someone else's family, but I don't remember who. Maybe Kyle Lowry's family. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Oh, no, did you hear Rosen thing? Yeah, I did. That was out in L.A., right? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about Crazy. it. Apparently, the intruder was trying to go to Kylie Jenner's house because they live in the same community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so Anyways, second team, Boston Celtics. They added Tristan Thompson, Jeff Teague, who I don't think a lot of people talk about that addition, Aaron Nesmith, and Peyton Pritchard. They lost Gordon Hayward and his cancer and brought Brad Wanamaker. And they re-signed Jason Tatum, locked him up, of course. I think we all know, we both know that. I think this team is starting to get into a bad spot, a really bad spot. What's that? Why? I think, like, next two years, if they don't do anything, like, to add another piece, they're going to be, like, one of those teams always in the middle of the pack. And you, yeah. You think so? Yeah. I feel like they're at the verge of becoming that. 
You know, I have a lot of Celtics fans, which is weird because I live in like the Los Angeles area, LA, California. So like we're a lot, we're all Lakers fans, but you know, somehow I don't know why I have friends that are Celtics fans. And I think like we, we, I talk to them about it all the time, but I think, um, I, I don't, I disagree with you on that. I think that they're like, the players are still young. So I don't think, I think this team, they'll get like four years at least. Like if nothing goes wrong to like stay together before anyone starts complaining. Um, they have their draft. I have to say they did amazing in the draft. The two yeah. players, they got Peyton Pritchard and Aaron Nesmith. I really, really like them. That being said, I think, I think Aaron Nesmith is a three and D he's a three and D player. That's going to be getting minutes this year. And I think he'll be producing in the NBA. Um, I think, How long do they have Marcus Smart there? Marcus Smart. Do you know if he's locked up? Uh, I think he has like a year or no, two more years on his contract. I'm not 100% up. Yeah. Like I would say Aaron Nesmith is someone that could come in and like kind of replace him if he ever does leave. But I think Marcus Smart's there to stay. Um, you can never have it like too much 3 and D. Jeff Teague is a really good point guard back up to Kemba. Um He's injured a lot, but that's fine. Tristan Thompson. Kemba, hmm? Sorry, Kemba needs to set, step it up this year. Last year. He does. Yeah. Uh, and if he doesn't, a lot of people are going to be talking really bad about him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he has I, to step it up. Because remember, they were going to trade him for Drew Holiday. Yeah, after last year in the playoffs. Yeesh. Yeah. And then Tristan Thompson, I would have... I wish, I wish that the Celtics got a center that was more defensive. Like, Tristan Thompson, to me, is exactly like Ennis Cantor, just a little better rebounding-wise and uh, scoring. I, no, I don't think he's that much of a defensive player. You don't think he – I think he's a really good def- – no, he's not a good defender? I thought he was a, really, a pretty good defender. I don't know. I, I thought he wasn't too great in the paint. And, of course, perimeter, he's not. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but, like – I would have liked to see them make like a move for like someone like Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. You know, someone like that. I don't understand how the Kings got him for like the minimum. I know. I don't know how. But I think, I think that the Celtics next season might get Rudy Gobert. And I think that they're in the running to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, Rudy Gobert is going to be a free agent. I'm pretty sure he's out of Utah. I think we talked about this last week. Yeah. Um, exactly. But I think the Celtics will be a good destination for him. And I think that Danny Ainge knows that. Um, That's isn't how many years is it, how many years is the Tristan Thompson deal? Two or one? No, let me look that up. I'm not 100 percent sure. But in the meantime, what do you think about Gordon Hayward uh, leaving? I'll, yeah, I feel like when he was on the floor, but since he was like on the floor, he was a key contributor. Like he would space the floor. He had great basketball IQ, so he'd know every where everyone was going. Like, he helped the whole team. And when he was on the floor, the whole team was playing better. But it's just about those injuries that he's always been having. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so Tristan Thompson, uh, yeah, I agree. But Tristan Thompson's on a two-year, 19 million deal. Very similar to uh, Montrez Harrell's deal, which is crazy because Montrez Harrell is way better than Tristan Thompson, in my opinion, at least. Um, But, yeah, I think Gordon Hayward, he was – when he was on the floor, he was a great player. I don't know why. 
I think it's just because we, we saw him in Utah as an all-star. So, like, that yeah. kind of made him look bad. But, like, he had good stats. He was a good, very productive, efficient. very efficient player. Super efficient. So, I think when he goes to Charlotte, and we'll, we'll get to Charlotte, but I think he was a great, great player. They lost him. I don't think he really fit there anyway. Yeah. Oh, uh, how many wins do you see this team getting? Okay. The stacked East two, not two. The stacked yeah. East two. Ooh. I can, I know this is really low for like a team of this caliber, but I can see like 43, 45 range. Oh, that's really low, man. I was thinking like, like I, the low would be like 47, 48 for me in my opinion. And the high would be like 55. I would put them at like 50 and a half wins. Like betting on it's 50.5. I don't know. I like. Yee. The East is super who's, good though. Who's going to fill up that spot for Gordon Hayward? Uh, Aaron Nesmith. And then I think Gordon Hayward also, he hurt them uh, from the perspective that, like, some days they would go in, like, they would have to start him. But, like, now, like, because he's not there, like, they don't have to. That's what, like, some days he would start over. Um, like, him being in the starting lineup would affect the whole entire scheme of things. Like, they would start, like, pretty much the starting lineup would sometimes be Kemba, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and then I remember times Gordon Hayward at the four. Yeah. But I think if they can now play small ball, put another 3D guy like Marcus Smart, who plays way bigger than he actually is. He's 6'4". He plays like he's like a 6'7", six 6'8", foot six foot 3D guy. Um, mm-hmm. I think... I forgot yeah. Marcus Smart bench. Wow. Yeah, Marcus Smart was on their bench. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Marcus Smart's a starting shooting guard. But of course, he can't start over Jalen Brown. But uh, you think because uh, Jason Tatum's a four, like his original position is a four, right? So you think Jay will go back to that down to that three? I I I would see it more as Jay, Jason Tatum going up to that four, and then Marcus Smart filling in that three. I don't see Jalen Brown moving out of the two. I feel like he's locked in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Because sometimes I do see Marcus Smart play more inside than outside. So he can definitely play with the three or the four. Four might be a stretch. Yeah, four is. Three, though. He can play a three. And yeah. they don't like, – they play more positionless than, like, a lot of teams in the NBA. So I think Jason Tatum being at the four won't hurt them too much. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah, 43 wins is a little too small for me. A little too – at best, I can, like, give you that 55, but. Yeah, no, 55 is also too high. I would say, like, 50. 51, 50. is like, if I had to make, like, a guess. Um, Next, yeah. Charlotte Hornets. We all know who they got in the draft. Mr. Ball, Gordon Hayward, Vernon Carey Jr. in the draft, Nick Richards, and um, Grant Riller. They lost Dwayne Bacon and Nicholas Batum. Willie Hernan Gomez, but. Mm-hmm. This team, I don't know why. Like I, I, I was scrolling through my Instagram, right? All of a sudden, I'm going to go. I'm following the Charlotte Hornets. Like, there's some excitement around this team, man. Like, 
they're I, I I think they're must watch TV. They're must see TV. Really? How many national televised games did they get? I'm not Around sure. Like, but I I think maybe they'll be like the same amount of like must watch TV as the Pelicans were last year, which was mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I think I'm like a big I, I watch high school basketball all the time, and I know you do too. So I like I know a lot of these names like. Vernon Carey Jr., for example, he's yeah. a steal in the draft. He went, I think, 32nd in high school. He was number two after James Wiseman. He was above LaMelo, above Anthony Edwards. No, I think so what's it called? He, he went like 54 or something, 48. I don't think he went 32nd. I don't think he went that early. Really? I thought I thought he was early, early second round. I thought he went like 48. I'm not 48 sure. 48 was Nico, Nico Mannion, I thought. Oh, yeah. But he was 32. He was, he was 32. 32. Mm-hmm. But and then they got uh, Nick Richards out of Kentucky, who's also he's a, he's a good player. Um, yeah. But Lamelo, man, and then Gordon Hayward, and now they have. Wait, so here's my problem with the team. Three point Lamello, guards. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. I'm uh, sorry, Lamelo, Terry Rozier, and Devontae Graham. What would you do about that if you're the coach slash GM? Are you looking I'm starting- to trade one of them? Without a question, I'm starting with the one. Let's let that's set in stone. I would trade Harry Rozier. Okay. I like Devontae Graham's game because, like, the three point ability he has is ridiculous. What are you yeah. doing? I was the coach slash GM. I think I would, you know, is it out of the like, is it crazy to say if LaMelo Ball doesn't do well in training camp, he won't get the starting position? Like, I think that's crazy to say, yeah. Because, <laughs> okay. like, number three pick, like, they have to mm-hmm. develop him. Okay, so then in that case, I would say LaMelo would be starting. And then I would say they would, they'll keep all three of them for a bit to see how it rocks. And then I think they're going to trade. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they would have to trade Terry Rogier. Like for the I best heard, outcome, I heard a rumor that was going around that they're gonna start all three at the same time. Really? I heard people. I heard. I think um, I, there was a quote of the coach saying that where Lamelo would go on three, and then what's it called, Terry Rozier at the two or one? I think. Yeah. Yeah, like, because I mean, like those three guys are three of the top four players, you know. Mm-hmm. So if they would trade like someone like Terry Rozier to like the Heat. The Clippers. I think that they would need a, like I don't think they want back Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly because those are just more guards added to the mix. I I think that if they can add yeah. like a a nice wing. Oh, they have Miles Bridges too. If they can add like a nice wing slash young center, not like amazing potential, but somewhat great. Mm-hmm. Um, like no, that wouldn't work. Like. Let's say let's say a trade to the Magic, for example. Mm-hmm. Terry Rozier for Mo Bamba and like a first round pick. Who do you th- do you think that trade would go through? I think that would be perfect for them. Um, wait, wasn't there like talk about Mo Bamba getting traded? Yeah. Yeah, or is I don't know if this is too much of a stretch, but like Terry Rozier for like Mitchell Robinson is does that not work? 
I don't know. I think the Knicks. I feel like something the Knicks would do. Yeah, but that'll be a great trade for both teams. The Knicks get a point guard slash shooting guard who's like, you know, you know him. He's under the bright lights. He'll he'll produce. Um, But Charlotte, I like the direction. I think that now we're actually starting to see if they actually have a direction in the organization. They waive Nicholas Batum. Um, Yeah. Do you think Lamelo's be good coming out? Okay, that's, that's a good question. I think Lamelo. Um, hmm, like, what do you think? What do you mean good? Like Donovan Mitchell, good as a rookie, or oh, like no, no. just average? Like, he, like John Morant, good as a rookie. Let's say. Ooh. John Morant was also good as a rookie. I think. Um, I think Lamelo's gonna have a pretty bad season, to be honest. Really. I don't think I, like his body ready for the NBA yet. Yeah, I feel I like think, he's gonna, sorry. I feel like he's gonna come in shoot like thirty four percent from three and like forty percent, like not that bad, not like Alonzo bad first year, but like he's gonna average like six assists and like fourteen points. Oh, that's a great. I think that's a great rookie season actually. Like, really, but I think that's really realistic as well. Yeah, I think. Six assists is really, really good for a rookie. Like Lamelo's a great passer. Lamelo's a really oh, good passer. Is. But then I don't know how much passing he's gonna get done if he has two other point guards, like yeah. on the, on his tail, literally. If he was the only point guard on the team, oh gosh, like this but guy, I, I think he would have. Hmm? Yeah, see. I think he's gonna have like a bad first half, but second half, like after all break, he's gonna start to figure things out, like most rookies do. And he'll be a great player, but I don't think he'll be amazing his first year. I think the player we're going to come in and they're going to be like amazing, like the rookie, I would say either, hmm, I don't know. I would say like James Wiseman. Yeah. I also see what? Anthony Edwards being pretty good. I For Lamelo, I feel like people... I give it two weeks, everyone's going to be calling him a bust for sure. Because people yeah. are like, oh, yeah. uh, LaMelo, so good. He's an average like 25 and 10 in the NBA. Like all these like 14-year-olds. Yeah. They're, they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I, yeah, the media is crazy. It's, it's, hmm. it's crazy. Like they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll change the storyline. But yeah, Charlotte, I like what I'm seeing from them. Next team. The Chicago Bulls. Very, very, very controversial offseason. Mm-hmm. Wait, they got Garrett Temple? I didn't even know that. Garrett Temple, Devin Dotson, and Patrick Williams. They lost. They didn't lose much other than Chris Dunn. Just say that. Um, what do you think about Williams' draft? You know, I I was so surprised he went fourth pick, honestly. Uh this is a guy that came off the bench. He averaged nine points in college, and he was the fourth pick, but he was the youngest player in the draft, or second youngest. Um, he's almost like a full eight, ten months younger than everyone else in the draft, like around his, like around the lottery range um, who are freshmen. So I see why they did it, because people are saying like from the end of Florida State season to now, like how much better do you think he got? Like they were saying, like if he started the season, he would go and like average like 19 for Florida State, or he would 
he would have gotten so much better. So that's why they took him, like for potential. They do have Laurie Market in there. They have. I would have liked to see them get like a small forward to replace like Otto Porter Jr., you know? Next season, yeah. Yeah, I would have in this draft. Patrick Williams is more of a four. I I don't know who they could have gone. They could have gotten like Obi Toppin. Um because like this draft, like the top three were sealed. It's just after that, like anybody could jump to anywhere. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. So it was like really confusing to predict it. Yeah. I agree. What do you think about their offseason slash draft? Like, I feel like it's just a regular Chicago Bulls offseason. Like, they do one controversial move, like the Larry Markkinen mm-hmm. draft thing. And then they, like, they do nothing else. They just sit there. It's, yeah. did, did they they fouled Jim Boylan, right? Yeah, so now they have uh, Billy Donovan from OKC. He's, that's the best yeah. move they made the whole offseason. I forgot about that. Also, do you think this is like like, that, does this mean they're scared about Lowry marketing? Like, they're looking to find his replacement? You know, I think, like, like replacement for the future or, like, replacement because he's going to leave or opt out or try to get traded. One of the two. One of the two. Because, like, he was very unhappy last year. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I, I – Lowry Marketing's rookie season, I was Amazing. like, dude, this guy is going to be, like, Dirk – He's going to come in like he's going to average 20. He averaged, I think his second year he averaged 19. I was like, oh, this guy's going to come in third year. He's going to average like 24. He's going to be the promise for the Chicago Bulls franchise. And he's just not that. He averaged like 17, which is great. But not not the hype we saw. Are they scared because they drafted Patrick Williams? I think so. But I... I really don't know why they got Patrick Williams. I don't see why they need him. It seems like they have a bunch of guys at the six foot ten range. Um, I think the only way, like they try like transfer him like Kawhi, because Kawhi like turned from a four to a three, right? So, like they try to like do that. Did he? I don't know. Because he was a four coming out of the draft. Oh, I'm not sure. I I I didn't really keep up with him in his college days, or nor his like early career, but. I didn't know that. Maybe. Um, the thing is, Patrick Williams, he's like six foot nine, six foot ten, and he's gonna get taller. He's super young. Um, but uh, he just turned nineteen. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. The Bulls very average. Cleveland Cavaliers. Isaac Okoro, Javale McGee, Damian Dawson. They lost Justin Thompson. Like, it's not a bad offseason. They added a couple guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just average. Like, they did yeah. nothing ba- too bad. They did nothing too good. See, I I think the Bulls could have taken Isaac Okoro at the four. Um, mm-hmm. They they could have, and I think that would have worked way better for them. Replace Chris or Yeah. Or, no, no, just to, like, sorry, at the three, to replace Otto Porter Jr. Because Otto Porter Jr. is in a big contract. He can get expires next year. Um, but JaVale Isaac, McGee was an okay Isaac, addition. Isaac Okoro's a three? Yeah. Really? I, always, I don't know why. I always saw him as a one. I don't know. Okay. No, no, no. He's a he's a three. Remember, he played with Sharif Cooper in high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's... Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a really athletic guy. Um, 
What do you think about the Darius Garland, Colin Sexton experiment in uh, Cleveland? I feel like it's time to trade Darius Garland as far away as you can. Why? Like it's, it's been Which one do you think has a brighter future? Colin Sexton. Really? I don't know. I feel like Darius Garland's rookie year wasn't that great. You know, his rookie, his the first half of the season was not great. Second half, he was doing really well. Like, I think he averaged 16 and like six and a half assists on like five rebounds. He was, and he was productive too. Like he was, I think, 44% field goal. And like his three point was like still not that great, but he second half of the season was really great. Like I saw a lot out of him. I don't know, man. Like they're doing the same thing the Charlotte Hornets were doing, and it's like time to. Like, I know they want to play positionless basketball, yeah. but to play basketball, you need tall people to play it. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, I don't know the the two together. Don't. Sorry, did I say he was averaging six assists? I meant like he didn't have that many assists, but. He had a bunch of like, – he was doing really well for himself. The thing is, I think these two guys are point guards. They're both score-first point guards, kind of, not pass-first. So that's why they won't fit together. But I think they're two great players individually. Yeah. Like, if you separate one of them, it's going to take the franchise to a whole new level. Because, like, right now they're, like, sitting there, like, oh, this guy gives you 15, the other guy gives you, like, mm-hmm. five this next night. It's opposite. Mm-hmm. And, like – you just need to like put put confidence in one of them, and mm-hmm. leave in that, and then trade the other one away. Yeah, because you get young pieces, nice young pieces. Yeah, I I I wish that they got like. In the draft, they knew that they were losing Tristan Thompson. They got Isaac Okoro, which, I wanted to see them get like a flashy player like Onyeka Okongu. Like, why not him? Why couldn't they get him? You know, Tristan Thompson left. They don't really have a power forward, anyways. But they got Isaac Okoro, who's a solid player. Kevin Love is still there, right? Or do you... Kevin Love's still there. Oh, yeah, Kevin Love's there. You're right. But I think Onyeka still, like, he could play with Kevin like, Love, of course. I think Onyeka's a four slash five, right? He's a small ball five. Yeah, small ball five. I think him and Kevin Love would fit with each other. Um, yeah, they have Kevin Love still? Like, what? what's yeah. the direction of the team? Like, they're trying to, like, be in that, like, A seed. But they're still not even trying to rebuild at the same time. We're trying yeah. to just stay in the middle. And they're not going to be – they're not good enough to be an eighth seed. Not how That's, good the East is now. Like, maybe uh, two years ago. Yeah. For, oh, oh, my goodness. We also forgot about the Rockets. When we were talking about our top, like – so the Hawks, at best, would be, like, an eighth seed. The Rockets? Yeah, we forgot about the Rockets. So the Hawks at best would be like an ace. But the Rockets are in the West. Oh my God. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. I was so confused. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The Nets. I mean, no, no, he did say Nets. I mean, not. Um, um, I don't know why Rockets were the East. Oh my goodness. Okay. The, the. Yeah, I think the Pacers. We didn't mention the Pacers, but I think that they're at the. Like, if the yeah. Pacers was the eighth seed, there's no way the Cavs are making it. Yeah, you know? no way. And then the Wizards, the Wizards, we didn't even mention the Wizards, which we're going to get to. Like, no, the East is very good, and there's no way the Cavs are making it. 
Um, I think, yeah, this is just going to be an average wasted season for the Cavs, developing players. Um, Next, the Pistons. Oh, my gosh. The Pistons? Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, Jaleel, like, okay, super long list. I'm going to have to read it all. Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, Jaleel Okafor, Josh Jackson, Jalon Wright, Rodney Magruder, Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, and Leangelo Ball on the 10-day or exhibit 10 day, the exhibit 10 contract. But oh, what's and then they lost contract? Christian Wood and then a bunch of other players. Wait, what contract is he on? I think he's on an exhibit 10, which means he's like signed for training camp. And mm-hmm. then if he makes a team, he makes a team. If he doesn't, he goes to their G League. He goes to their G League mm-hmm. affiliate. I feel like that was a really smart move by them. Yeah. To get Publicity like publicity. Yeah. That's but, sad for Joe. Yeah. Besides that, know. what do you think of like the team? Like this team added a bunch of players. Yeah. And they still got Blake Griffin. Yeah. They what do you think? Like, since how stacked the East is, I feel like they've added a bunch of players for nothing, to be totally honest. I really? feel like they had to hit rebuild mode and trade away Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. Like, go get some- I'm extremely confused by this. They added nine, 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 nine new caliber, like, nine new players who are, like, roster caliber. Like, these are not, like, players that will get cut. Like, these are players that, like, can produce, like, their draft, really, really, really good draft. Isaiah Stewart out of Washington. Sadiq Bay from Villanova. Killian Hayes. We all know Killian yeah. Hayes. Really good draft. They had probably, in my opinion, one of the best drafts. But then they just added, like, I don't know how they can develop players if you have Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, Jaleel Okafor, Josh Jackson, DeLon Wright, and Rodney Magoo. like, all really good players just sitting on the bench. Like, they're just bound to be problems. Um, and you have Blake Griffin still... It, it's a mess. Because they think, oh, they think they're like, oh, we can go cop, get that A seed over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And can they? I don't think I don't so. Think, I don't think but so. But I think they could be like a 9, 10 seed. They could, they yeah. could be in it. They could be in it for yeah. a bit, like a few months. Yeah. What do you think about Killian Hayes? I feel like he's going to be a really good point guard. Yeah. What they lost think? Luke Kennard, so he's pretty much like their only okay player. Who's their point guard? Yeah, I think their point guard is like Ish Smith, so he is their guard of the future. What do you think is like the height of his potential? What do you think is like his ceiling? What do you think is? I think his ceiling is all star, three time all star, four time all star. Uh, that's his ceiling. Um, what floor is? His floor. I think his floor is he'll have like a season, like absolute minimum. And so he'll be 16 PPG and then like 5.5, six assists. Like I'm not, not floor, sorry, not floor. That uh, 5.5, six assists is actually good. I think, yeah, 16 PPG. He'll be like a, a solid point guard in the NBA, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next, the Pacers. Really, this is going to be a short one. They just added Cassie Stanley. That's it. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. Could you try? I'm going to drop. 
<laughs> my Apple Watch just made talking to me. But um, yeah, what do you think? I feel like this is another regular season. I feel like the Pacers team is always like going to be right there, and mm-hmm. I feel like season. I think they steal a playoff spot from someone for sure. Yeah, I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think for like, me, like the the big headline is Victor Oladipo. He's staying, I think. Yeah, he's staying, but I think next season he could still leave, right? Yeah. Or he's but like. Let's go through point guard. Their point guard. Who they have a point? Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, yeah. Shooting guard Drew Holiday. Three is T.J. Warren. Drew Four Holiday. Demar- TJ, two is. Uh, Victor Oladipo. What did I say, Drew Holiday? Yeah. Well, two is Drew. No, Victor Oladipo. Three is TJ. Three is TJ Warren. Four is Demontis Sabonis. And the five, Miles Turner. I feel like that's a really good, really good starting five. Oh, yeah, I agree. And all of them are like all star caliber. Mm-hmm. I. Demontis Savonis, I don't think he's going to make another all-star team. I think it was like mm-hmm. a one-time thing. Um, almost like Goran Dragic was a one-time all-star, yeah. you know, like that. Yeah. Uh, Miles Turner, I think they could have traded him. They were going to do the signing trade for Gordon Hayward. I think that they're better off just keeping him, honestly, until like something else pans out. Victor Oladipo, do you think they should trade him and get younger? Trade him to the heat trade him to the Knicks and get younger. I feel like I'm a big believer in Victor Lodipo. I think he's going to get back to that star potential. He was mm-hmm. that one year, but at the same time, I feel no, no, no. I don't think they should trade him because yeah, no. they have the piece now to go out and like fight. I feel like they could be a contender one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Victor Lodipo. I, I don't, I really don't know about that one. Honestly, like, He's, he was so fun to watch before he was injured. He was athletic, could shoot, yeah. shifty. Um, yeah, I think Get they'll to have the to play this one out for the beginning. And then if he fits in, everything goes well, they'll yeah. keep him. If not, they can look for a trade. A trade. Yeah. Next team, a uh, team that made it out of the East, Miami Heat. They added Avery Bradley, Precious, Achua, Maurice Harkless, Lost, Derek Jones Jr., and Jay Crowder. I feel like they, they had a good offseason. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like Derek Jones Jr., I don't think he was like a big piece of that roster, to be totally honest. Oh, he you don't flash. think so? He was just flash. Jay Crowder, I feel like it was a big loss for them. Oh, yeah. Big loss. He would hit those key shots for sure. Mm-hmm. I think they lost Jay Crowder. They got Maurice Harkless and Avery Bradley instead. Two 3-and-D players as well. I yeah. think, of course, Jay Crowder is better than both of them. But Maurice Harkless, we didn't see him last year. He was with the Knicks, and he didn't really play much because you know the whole situation. He was just sitting out getting paid. Avery Bradley, you know, I think we all know him. Yeah. What he does. I think they got better this offseason. Really? They got I've- two 3D two 3D players instead of one, or Derek Jones Jr. could be considered that. And then, mm-hmm. well, they lost Solomon Hill. I don't think that really mattered. And they got yeah. Precious Achua, who's – he was one He's, of my favorite players in the draft. Yeah. I thought he was going to go way earlier. Yeah. I remember yeah. watching him at Montverde Academy in high school in Florida. Mm-hmm. So he's right back in Florida. Uh, 
is Miami now, but I think I think they have a great young core. Like they're they're stacked. You think they're gonna try to get a trade for Giannis? <laughs> if they do, that's gonna like demand a lot. They're gonna be asking for Tyler, Tyler, Duncan, Precious, a few first round picks, and then yeah, probably some more. But for them or no? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that- the Bucks are ready to do that because the Bucks just got Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. Brooke Lopez, I don't think that they're ready to like go young. Yeah. Do you think so? I don't know. I feel like the Bucks are gonna like try to hold on to him as long as they can, because mm-hmm. like they're that type of player back in Milwaukee for a long time, a long yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, give it thirty years, forty years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Speaking of Milwaukee, that's actually the next team. They added Drew Holiday, DJ Augustine, Bobby Portis. Brent Forbes and Tory Craig. They've lost a lot. They lost Ursula Lisova, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, Wesley Matthews, and the list goes on. Robin Lopez, but yeah. What do you what do you say? They re-signed Pat I, Connerton. Pardon? And re-signed they re-signed Pat, Pat Connerton. Yeah. I feel like when they first got Drew Holiday at the start of the season, mm-hmm. like in great shape to keep you honest, I think. And then they lost the Bogdanovich trade. I know, I know. Giannis was sitting there shaking his head because, like, all you he sees all these superstars, and all the players, and his office couldn't even get him Bogdanovich. You know, they would have had Bogdanovich if they didn't open their mouth. Yeah, they ruined like it they, themselves. Um, like, and Giannis really wanted Bogdanovich. He really yeah. wanted. Man. I, they got DJ Augustin, great backup point guard. Bobby Portis, Bryn Forbes, Tory Craig. They have a lot of really solid rotation players. Tory Craig, kind of replaces Wesley Matthews just without shooting. Bryn Forbes scoring punch. Drew Holiday. I think we kind of forgot how good he is because he last year he didn't play in a contending team, so he didn't go to the playoffs. And he's one of those players that plays really well in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, do you think they'll make it out of the East next year? No. No? Who's making the it? Next, the Nets. Really? You know, I think that the Nets might have too much, like, drama. And really? the Bucks could go sneak in there. Not even sneak in there because, I mean, they have the MVP, I, two-time MVP. I feel like Katie and Kyrie really have, like, the same goals and everything. I don't think there's going to really? be drama between Yeah. I'm not saying drama between them. I'm saying drama between, like, Karis LeVert. Oh my gosh, you have Karis Lover, Spencer Dinwiddie, like standing right behind Kyrie. Like, you know, you have, you just have too many good players, DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen. And like a team that talented can never reach its maximum potential because you have too many egos to play with. You know? Yeah. Um, I think. The Bucks adding Drew Holiday, like he's a really good playoff player, and I think, I don't know, he's he's legit, dude. Remember that one year that he clamped up CJ and Dame? Yeah, I remember first round. They, sweep. Sweep. they beat them, right? Yeah, sweep them. Yeah. Next, we were just talking about this. The Nets, 
Bruce Brown, Landry Shamit. They have Landry Shamit now? Yeah, they traded for him. And then Jeff Green. They lost Garrett Temple. What do you think? I don't think... I feel like Jeff can be a guy that like slides in there. You're buzzing out, I think. Okay. So you I think like Jeff Land- Green is a stud? Yeah, I feel like Jeff Green and Landry Shemmett, they both can come in and contribute. I really like Landry Shaman. He can sit there in that corner, hit you, get buckets for you. He hit those threes, big threes. And he's not scared. He's not scared. Mm-hmm. Take the big. But do they need him? I mean, they have Joe Harris. You have Karis Levert, Spencer Dinwiddie. All those, I mean, Joe Harris is going to start, but all those good guys off the bench. I don't know if we'll even get minutes. Really? Landry <laughs> Shaman, yeah. Because they have. Who do they have that the twos? They have. Who do they have? They what? Have, at the two, who do they have? Um, Joe Harris. Joe Harris. He's gonna get the bench minutes for sure. I think. But the bench, don't you have Kara Silver and uh, Spencer Dinwiddie? That's right. Wow, this team is good, yeah. man. Oh my. That's what I'm saying. They should trade Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis Levert while their trade value is still high. Like, get one really solid player. Like, 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 why can't they trade? No, they can't. I was thinking, like, why can't they trade, like, one of those guys for someone like Jeremy Grant? But Jeremy Grant just resigned, so they can't even trade him. Um, yeah, so Jeremy but like a really solid 3D player who averages like 18, 19. Like the Clippers did for Marcus Morris, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I think, like you said, this team's going to – they're going to be a good team. Uh, I say one, two, see the locked in, thumb in the Bucks. For sure. Um, next, the team right across the street – not right across the street, but, you know, same, same area – the New York Knicks. They added Obi Toppin, New Orleans Noel, Alec Burks, Austin Rivers, and Emmanuel Quickly. And they lost, you know, just a bunch of average players. What, what do you what do you think? I feel like that for a first off scene in a while, the Knicks knew who they were. And they didn't think they were really contenders. So they didn't go for like aging like stars mm-hmm. or like middle of the pack all right big men. I feel mm-hmm. like now they're like, seeing they have to really rebuild. There's no way they're going to get like two superstars in the max contract spots they have. Mm-hmm. They're fine. No. Yeah. And I think Leon Rose, having Leon Rose really helps with that. Um, I think they, they, they kind of changed, transformed their whole entire front office. Yeah. Obi Toppin uh, is a star. And I think like he'll do so well under the bright lights. And I think that's mainly why yeah. they drafted him because he's flashy. He's a um, New York native. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's super flashy, like his dunks and everything, windmill. Um, I wasn't that high on him, to be really honest. Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's going to be an amazing NBA player, like all-star, like a perennial all-star, but he'll he'll be flashy. He'll make a dunk contest or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Rivers, did you hear the story about Doc Rivers telling him not to sign with the Sixers? Yeah. Yeah. 
Alec Burks. It's just a like a good offseason for the Knicks, but for any team, it's average offseason. Yeah. Of I don't course. think there's much to be said. Uh, Magic, they added Cole Anthony, Dwayne Bacon. It's pretty much it. They lost DJ Augustin, Wes Lindy, but what do you think? I feel like they're heading – I don't think they believe in Markel Fultz. That's the, why they traded DJ Augustine, so they're going to bring Markel Fultz off the bench, I think. Really? Yeah. Uh, so you think Cole Anthony is going to be starting? Yeah. You know? If I am, I would do that. I would make yeah. that happen. But, like, them, like, them not making any noise in the offseason, do you think that that's them, like, saying, like, they're going to start rebuilding soon? Like, they didn't do anything. Now they kind of just fell out of the playoff picture. They're yeah. the ninth, 10 seed. Aaron Gordon, they might trade. What do you think? Do you think they're out of the playoff yeah. picture? Yeah. And I feel like it's time to start. What's it called? It's time to start Mo Bamba finally. Instead of giving mm-hmm. a bench minute. And which Over I'm, Nikola Vucevic? I feel like it's time to trade Nikola Vucevic. Or put another Like, four. for who? For what? Like, to who? Like the a couple Celtics. Of yeah. Mm. That would be a good trade. Um, What's it called? Uh, Mo Bamba? <laughs> off topic. Very off topic. Nicest uh-huh. guy I've ever Really nice. You met him? Yeah. Where? Like, so I went to a Lakers Magic game, right? Yeah. Um, the one where LeBron missed the Wyatt game winner. and then. Oh, LeBron yeah. Okay, okay, I remember that game. I went to that game. After the game, Nikola Vucevic, he's like, he's all right. Mm-hmm. Mo Bamba, the nicest guy I've ever met. Like he, you met them like in the hallway, the Staples Center hallway, or what? No, like I waited outside, and they had to walk oh. to their hotel. So, oh yeah, like, all of them. Yeah. And I met what's his name, Mike Trudeau, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Danny Green's car, LeBron's car drove by. Really? Goes, yeah. It's crazy. Uh every time I go, I always go say like. You know Stu Lance and all the, like, Billy McDonald and all that yeah. I always go see them. And then one time, um, uh, like, Michael Thompson's always there, like, ESPN, all those ESPN guys. One time, uh, I met, what's his name there? Uh, uh, he, has his La- he has his jersey retired by the Lakers. Elgin Baylor? Not Elgin Baylor. Is it was he a basketball player or? Yeah, he was a basketball player. Shoot. Was it Jamal Wilkes? No, I don't think it was Jamal Wilkes. Maybe. Um, yeah, I think it actually was Jamal Wilkes. Uh, yeah, I think it was Jamal Wilkes was, you know, UCLA. He was a really good player, but I pretty much I always meet like older players. Never yeah. like like Cooper. I met like Michael Cooper. Um, all those guys, but I never see like you know real young. Players. Evan Fournier, I've never been, seen such a rude guy. Like maybe he was really? in a bad mood. Evan Fournier, this guy is oh my goodness. No, the rudest NBA player I've met JJ Redick. That guy, really? did, oh my! When I went to I went to a Clippers Wizards game, really? um, when I was younger, a few years back, and this is like when the Clippers were like Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. The Wizards were. Um, Markeith Morris, John Wall, Bradley Beal, Marcin Gortat. Remember those times where they were good? And then J.J. Redick was so stuck up. Like, 
I it was like literally just me and a few other people because I went early and I was like waving to him when he was going in the tunnel and he like completely ignored me I'm like he was so rude no headphones on he just walked by looked at me and just walked by like players were really nice like Blake Griffin was super chill Chris Paul was really nice you um, met Chris yeah like or I didn't meet him but like like I, I was like pretty close to the tunnel like I was like kind of there and like waved mm-hmm. and then he took his jersey off after the game and then threw it they- and the guy next to me caught it but oh. uh, I could have like got it but it was a game worn jersey everything he just took it off just threw it in our direction why do you but, yeah. I, I would have <laughs> I know but yeah oh well yeah and like the- every oh sorry sorry no no you're good Evan Fournier after the game, like, oh, can I take a picture? Because he's literally walking by me. He looked at me and said, no, bro, I'm hungry. I'm going home. Really? Yeah, like a 15, like over 10 takes, 10 seconds to take a picture. He looked at me, I'm hungry. I'm going to the hotel. Really? Yeah. Wow. Must have just been a really bad mood. Oh, well. But they won. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, Sixers, back, back to the podcast. We could talk about one time. We'll talk about like our NBA, NBA, uh, like the people we met in NBA. We'll just have a podcast on that. Yeah. But Sixers, Josh Richardson, they added Josh Richardson. Hmm. Wait, no, they already have Josh Richardson. They added, sorry, James Johnson, Josh Green, Tyrell Terry, Tyler Bay. They lost. The Sixers got Tyrell Wait. Terry? Wait, I feel I like they're something wrong. This is the Mavs. I completely messed up. Sixers, who they added? Danny Green. Um, they added They added Seth Curry. They added a lot of yeah. 3 and D. What do you think? They lost Josh Richardson. Uh, no, no. Josh Richardson went to the Mavs. Yeah, they lost, they lost him. him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think? I feel like Seth Curry was a good signing. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, who else did they sign? Sorry, it's, they got uh, Seth Curry, Danny Green, just a bunch of three and D. Yeah, Danny Green. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't. I think he's like, yeah, horrible. At, at the verge. Yeah, like he doesn't. And like when he's not hitting shots, like what does he do? Mm-hmm. I think Doc Rivers will get the best out of him, and he'll get the mm-hmm. best out of. Seth Curry, but Seth Curry, I feel like he's a really under, underrated NBA player. Like, yeah, I feel like he'd have 17 tonight. 17? Yeah, like if you give him like the starting role or something like that, or you give him a big role on the team. Well, who's who's their starting shooting guard? I think that's gonna be Seth Curry now because Josh Seth Richardson. Curry? Yeah. Not Danny Green. You don't think Danny Green will start? No way. Or Matisse Thybul. Oh, Matisse might start three and D. Yeah, they're they're solid. Uh, I think, like I said earlier in the podcast, I think they're in tier B, tier B. Yeah, for the East. Um, another tier B team got way better. And that's the Raptors. They added Aaron Baines, Alex Len, and DeAndre Bembry. They lost Serge Ibaka, Marcus All. They re-signed Chris Boucher. And Fed Van Vliet. I don't think that I think this was a 
bad off season for them. Pretty like, really, they lost a lot of people. Like they're about next year. Let's say they lose one more guy, they're in rebuild mode. Around, but I feel like they were they, they were bound to lose them. I feel like like they were going to lose Marcus All and Serge Ibaka. So I feel like it wasn't that bad. Like I think we all knew that they were leaving Serge Ibaka and Marcus All. Mm. I don't know. I think Aaron Baines was a good addition. But, like, um, Serge Ibaka and Marcus Hall, Aaron Baines, like, there's no comparison. True. I think they had a – yeah, I don't know. They added Malachi Flynn, who was yeah. San Diego State point mm-hmm. guard. Um, he's not bad. I don't think he's going to be getting minutes, of course. DeAndre Bembry is pretty solid addition. Mm-hmm. DeAndre um, Bembry. But, yeah, I don't know who's going to be their, their big men. I feel He's like be starting the, center and power forward. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think the Hawks are better than the Raptors. Really? Because like, actually, yeah, Clint Capella. I keep forgetting they have Clint Capella at their five. Yeah. Like, if we're going through point, like through the starting lineup, point guard Trey is better. Mm-hmm. Shooting guard, who do the Raptors have at shooting guard? Fred. Fred. Okay, I'll give that to them. Fred is better than Bogdan. Mm-hmm. At three, they have Gal- Hawks have Gallinari. They have OG and Anobi. Gallinari is better. What's it called? At the four, John Collins or Pascal. I think that's Pascal. debatable. But- that's Pascal. not debatable, David. After Come the on. playoffs. Pascal is a stud still. Okay, okay. I'll give it to Pascal. So it's 2 2. And they have a way better Hawks. A way better what? Center. The Hawks have a way better center. Yeah. Um, I I I actually think it's just the championship DNA that makes them better. Hmm. That makes them yeah. better. Like that gives them a lot of pride. You know, they could walk around saying that they were champs. Um, on the next team, the Washington Wizards. This is the last team. Um. Okay. I have everything written before this trade. Mm-hmm. So what they had before the trade, Robin Lopez, Raul Neto, Danny Avdija, they lost nothing. They re-signed Davis Bertans, and now they just added Russell Westbrook. I think we can we can devote a little bit of time just to the Russell Westbrook trade instead of the team as a whole. Mm-hmm. I what feel like think? Russ is now going to get passed around the league if he doesn't do well this season. Mm-hmm. He needs to have like one of those comeback years, and I feel like he just averaged twenty seven, eight, and eight. Like he's a great player. Did he average twenty seven? No, I think yeah. he averaged like twenty two. He averaged. He averaged twenty seven. Wow. Like, do you think him and Beal are a good fit together? I don't know. Like, we're gonna have to wait and see what happens. I feel like John Wall. I really thought he was gonna have like a comeback year, maybe even be the MVP race. No way. John, John Wall? I believed in him then. To me, nice John Wall has always been like an inferior Russell Westbrook. He's a, he's a good shooter now too, though. How? How do you know that? Like, even Scott Brooks, like everyone, James Harden was talking about his shooting like everyone was. Well, like, I feel like you can't determine shooting from pickup, pickup runs, you know? We talked about this before. I can't remember who it was 
remember who it was like they were working out with like chris hanlon or something oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh ben, ben simmons yeah and we talked about this david and the players could make i've seen like an injured isaiah thomas shoot like 45 straight threes like NBA players are just ridiculous. Like they're just shooters, all of them. You know, mm-hmm. I saw, I saw. Who was it last year for the Lakers? Oh, LeBron. My, I went to the Lakers Raptors game. It was LeBron. You said I think. Was it? Yeah. No, I think it was someone else too. Dwight. No, maybe it was LeBron. I think it was LeBron, but pretty much like, no, was it? Oh my, who was on the Lakers last year? That was like a big Troy man Dan- off the bench. Oh, big man. Off. Was shooter. He was in a, yeah, he was somewhat like a big man. Oh my, I'm blanking out. Maybe it was LeBron. I don't think it was LeBron though. Off Maybe it was, but whoever it was, was not a good shooter. And they were shooting like, like really, really well from three. Like, oh, I remember JaVale. JaVale. Was JaVale. JaVale was shooting threes before the game. I was like, why is he passing? And he was just messing around. But he made like eight straight. What's it called? Like, even in the two-hype video, he's a shooter. Yeah. Like, yeah, the two-hype video. Like, like JaVale is is a baller. Like, not JaVale's a baller. NBA players are just all ballers. So, you know, I, I don't know if John Wall is really going to be an amazing shooter. I think the fact that uh, James Harden said – he wants to play with John Wall instead of Westbrook. Means That's something. Sure. Yeah. But when do you think the problem is James Harden? It start next year, if next they year. still, and like there's still complaints from like James Harden. It's time. What's a disappointment for the Rockets? Disappointment. Yeah, like a disappointing season for them. Knocked out first or second round. So. You- like, in order for Harden to be happy, you think they have to make the conference finals? For sure. Do you, think, do you think they can? The team they have, like, they have two really big X factors, John Wall and Boogie. Mm-hmm. But we're forgetting that they also have Christian Wood and P.J. Tucker at the three. And then who else do they have on the team? Chris Clemens? No, That's Eric it. Gordon. Eric, Wait, Gordon. Eric Gordon, and then who else? I, I don't even know if they still have Ben McLemore. They're, they're really bad after that. See, that's a team that could have filled out, like, Bryn Forbes, for example, went from San Antonio to the Bucks. Um, like, a lot of teams just added really solid players, and I think that's something they should have done in the offseason. Mm-hmm. But I think because Westbrook and Harden had the whole entire fiasco, they couldn't focus on that, you know? Mm-hmm. They had to focus on that problem. Um, but I think the... The trade is good. It had to be done. Um, the Wizards. I think the Wizards got better. The Wizards got better. I don't know, man. Well, I don't know why don't, the Wizards accepted this trade. Really? Yeah, it makes no sense. Why the Wizards? I mean, sorry, 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 sorry. Not the Wizards. I mean the Rockets. Sorry. Because the chemistry with uh, James Harden and Russ was probably horrible. Like, but they only got one first-round pick? Because, like, James Harden was probably in the GM office saying, do the deal, I'm, I'm, or else I'm leaving or something like that. But, because, like, like, Harden's sitting there, Westbrook's wide open for three, and he's missing wide open threes over and over again. Like, he no. gets annoyed. I, I can't see John Wall sitting in the corner and being, like, a 3 and D shooter. 
I definitely can't. not. I'm sorry. But, like, you see Westbrook, like, just sitting there wide open in the playoffs. Like, the Lakers were giving him the Ben Simmons treatment. Couldn't hit a shot to save his life. But I don't, I don't think the Rockets – I don't think that this move – I don't think this changed the Rockets. Like I said, I think John Wall's always been an inferior Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook, and we've never seen a point guard come back from an Achilles at 100%. Um, I think he'll do well. He'll have a good recovery, but that's like 85% of what he once was. I think this season will average 18, 18, 18. and 5. 18 and 5. 18 and 5? Yeah. John Wall. John was like passing wise. That's like the season, the season before he got injured, he was second in the NBA for passing. The only person in front of him was his now teammate, James Harden. So I don't think. I don't know. I I personally don't see how it's gonna work. Like how the two can play together. And then on top of that, they have a first year head coach. I don't know, man. Oh, and Tony left. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, I don't know. The Wizards, though. Uh, let's focus on the Wizards because this is we're talking about the East today. Yeah. Yeah. What the do you Wizards. think the Wizards – where do you see the Wizards? How many wins, playoffs? What do you think? What are you thinking? You think they can get into the playoffs? Oh, yeah, of course. They have Rui. T- they have Denny. They have like now I'm thinking Ryan. about it at best, like seven, six seed. Yeah, I don't even see six. I said seven, eight. Like, I would have to say the East has gone really good. If this yeah. team with Westbrook and um Beal are being an eight seed at best, in my opinion, man, the East got really good. Mm-hmm. I think is it fair to say the NBA is even now on both teams on both conferences? Like, I don't know even, but the East still have a lot of good teams. But the West, just the top like four teams in the West, are just on another level. True. Oh well, that was the last team. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about. Is there anything like other topics? Um, season starts and everything. Hmm? Like how the NBA is like new ruling and everything. Like how- oh yeah, do you want to talk about that? Sure. No, actually, your choice. Yeah, yeah, just go for it. Because I'm not 100 percent sure. Like, I didn't read anything about it. So. So the NBA is like banned. I think, like strip clubs because of Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. They banned bars and all that, and they're not now. Players aren't allowed to go work at work out. At other basketball facilities, they have to come to their own. Really? Yeah. They're not allowed to go to, like, local gyms or anything like that. Hmm. And also, what's it called? The preseason is, all, like, I realized this yesterday. It's only, like, a week away or even less. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I know. And then first game we're going to have, uh, I think it's Wizards-Nets. Wow. So West for KD, I think. And then we also have another really interesting one. Um, ooh, we also have another really good first offseason game. I can't remember who it is. But, oh, yeah, I can't remember who it is. But the season's right around the corner. Give it two or three weeks. Two more, two or three more episodes of the podcast, and we'll be talking about first, like, 
first week of the NBA season. Yeah. Um, but honestly, man, I think the I think like to end this episode, I think East got way better this off season. For sure. Um, we saw more stars come over, um, Westbrook, for example. And I think they're only going to get better. Yeah. Um, I think the East has like better draft than the West. Um, they yeah, have Lamelo, they- all those guys. Yeah, Lamelo. Um, you have like a lot of like the four to like ten inch area. Hawks mm-hmm. had the second best offseason in NBA after the Lakers, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Blazers being third. Uh, yeah. Any other wrapping thoughts, David? I think we covered everything. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, share with your friends, and we'll see you guys next week.